0: I'm Rico and I'm Jessica and this is the always the critic podcast where a couple of friends review the latest movies except we literally have zero qualifications to do so Jessica how are you doing today
1: doing well I've had a really busy last few days week really and we had some fun actually last week we went to Typhoon Lagoon on a Wednesday night and that was <laughs> a lot of fun
0: <laughs> that was fun that was fun yeah. some of the perks of uh, working for the mouse is that they will shut down the park just for our department. Yeah. <laughs> so we basically had that park from five o'clock on. It was a nice yeah. warm for uh, for us well, spring. <laughs> uh, but I think most people would feel like this is summer for them.
1: It's summer in Florida. Basically.
0: Yeah. But when is it not summer? Almost January. Eh, well, <laughs> <laughs> That's I feel like more it.
1: often there's um, months where it's not summer.
0: <laughs> Fair but, enough. Fair
1: you know enough. we've had some storms roll in in the afternoons. Yeah, that's past week, and I was
0: like, "Oh, it's summer! <laughs> it's summertime!" You know it. Yeah, and it's always later on in the day. Yeah, but something that I noticed when we when I lived in South Florida, it would be like in the middle of the day. Yes, around one, 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah, so then you had the rest of the afternoon. But now it's like hitting around 4 or 5 p.m. here in Orlando. So it's just like, okay, you got to get everything done before a certain time or wait it out. And then you have the evening or the nighttime Mm -hmm. to like do stuff. It's uh, pretty strange. But it's it's clockwork almost. It is like clockwork. Yeah. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about (laughs) the new movie of the weekend, uh, Wild Movie crazy movie Uh, but before we get into it if this is your first time listening go ahead and subscribe to your favorite podcast app we're on apple podcasts spotify and many more and if you like us go ahead and give us a review on apple podcasts and spotify five stars goes a long way for us
1: Come and check us out on social media to stay up to date on our latest episodes, our reviews. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Always Critic Pod. And lastly, if you're a fan, please consider becoming a patron because it's such a great way for you to get involved and show your support and get a bunch of extra content. You can check out the page on patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. And thank you to our patrons, Curtis, Bale, Cindy, CD, Alana, Grace, Lorna, Lee, and Sammy. Love you guys.
0: Thank you so much for being patrons here. Uh, I always the critic. Today we are going to talk about the 10th movie in this it's franchise. All about family. 11 if you count the spin-off. We are talking about Fast X. Part of the <laughs> Fast and Furious saga. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it's uh this What is to a, say? What to say <laughs> about this franchise that has been going on for so long? Um uh, and how crazy it's become, but uh, why don't you let us know what Letterbox has to say about this movie?
1: The Letterbox synopsis reads: Over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted, outnerved, and outdriven. Every foe in their path, now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced. A terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past, who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. So
0: (laughs) this movie is directed by Louis Leterrier. Actually, it's funny enough that this movie was directed, partly directed by justin lynn but he left mm-hmm. the project along the way so he still has a writing credit justin lynn uh same with dan mazio and gary scott thompson uh the movie it stars pretty much anyone who's been in a fast and furious movie <laughs> uh vin diesel michelle rodriguez jason statham jordana brewster tyrese gibson Ludacris, natalie uh emmanuel uh charlie starin john cena soon kang and then uh, we still have Helen Mirren making an appearance again. Scott Eastwood is back. Um, and then the new people that ha- joining in the cast in the fun that is the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> uh, we got Jason Momoa, uh, Brie Larson, Alan Richson, Daniela Melquai- Melquire. Mel- Melchior? I'm sorry. I'm not is sure. That,
1: yeah, I think it might be Melchior, but I don't. I don't
0: might be. I can't presume to know. All right. And Leo Abello Perry. So, uh, there's there's a name that I left off. Oh yeah, I we'll know. get back to that. Don't worry about it. Um, worry. So, how did this do with critics and box office? Okay, Jessica? so let's
1: talk box office first. So, let's box it. office, it's made sixty-seven point five million dollars opening weekend domestic, and it's made two hundred and sixty-seven point three million dollars worldwide since its opening.
0: Oof! Nice wow. number. Nice number.
1: For context, Fast 9 opened to the tune of $70 million, and Fate of the Furious, the one before that, opened to $98.7 million. So they're on the downward trend domestically.
0: Yes. But if you look at that worldwide box office... No, no, it's it's, stupid money. It's stupid money, insane money. The Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, (laughs) Critics are not fans. Of these movies, uh, as it shows with the 54% from critics, 86% from audience. So audience okay. l- likes it a lot the... more. As irredeemably yeah. silly as it is satisfyingly self-aware, Fast X should rev the engines of longtime fans while leaving many newcomers in neutral. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, you like the pun there. Um, I
1: tried to keep it in, but then I just like kept reading it.
0: This movie, the way you described it in our group chat was, what a paquete.
1: (laughs) Que paquete. For for
0: those who may not be aware, what would you describe que paquete means?
1: What is paquete? So paquete is like, what is it? Literally, it means package. Right. But when you say que paquete, you're like, oh my God, what bullshit,
0: I guess. (laughs) It's kind of saying that.
1: It's kind of saying like what a freaking balls of the wall nonsense thing that is this movie, this thing, like whatever it is you're whatever about.
0: you're experiencing.
1: Yeah, it's outrageous. Right. And that's what I mean by wow, que paquete.
0: <laughs> and this movie lives <laughs> up to that. My goodness. Yes. This movie is wild. Um I there were so many moments in this movie where I just wanted to roll onto the floor laughing. <laughs> Because of how serious they're trying to take it. (laughs) That's the
1: thing is that they're so earnest about so much of the movie. So I can't, in truth, say. I mean, I think people want to say it's campy, but it's deadly serious.
0: Especially to the star of the franchise, Vin Diesel. Right.
1: Like to Vin Diesel, this is fucking like serious. Okay. Do you remember? This is cinema. (laughs)
0: Do okay. you remember the quote that he gave <laughs> uh, to The Rock? <laughs> Supposedly, like, he had to, like, really, uh, like, go... I can't remember if it was, like, Shakespearean on him, or he had to right, go, right. like, very acting method with him to right. really integrate him into the franchise. I'm like, we're talking about a franchise... It's Fast and Furious, ...that went it's okay. to space, man. Like, come yeah. on. No, yeah. but... Uh, so, like, this movie is super campy. It is balls to the wall action but at the same time there's like a lot of like you said there's like earnestness in what they're doing
1: right and what they believe in and what they stand for and
0: it's so hard to take it seriously
1: it, it you can't like there's no, no way you can take it ser- it's so like um, obs- um obscenely unserious right <laughs> that you have i mean i was laughing the whole movie the entire I had I don't think I've laughed that hard in a movie in a really long time.
0: Like there's a moment where, and this is I, I'm not really spoiling much because you see her in the trailer, but Rita Moreno is in this movie <laughs> as like the yes. pa- matriarchal figure. Yeah, of she's like now the, the
1: grandmother. They've oh. retconned her because she's now the grandmother. Yeah, of the Toretto kids.
0: Yes, exactly. She's the grandmother, and she shows up. Like while he's like fixing his car, it's like your father would be very proud. I'm just like,
1: what the <laughs> hell is going on? <laughs> it's, it's Rita Moreno,
0: Academy so, Award winner.
1: Academy Award winner. I mean Charlize she's Theron's not the only well. one. There's Academy Award winner. There Penny are Larson, Academy one. Award winner. Helen Mirren. Helen Academy Mirren. Academy
0: Award winner. You got yeah. four Academy Award winners in this movie. It's insane it's, to me it's sta- that they're like, all the like, cast is stacked. I gotta get in this. Why?
1: Why is the cast stacked? Oh,
0: easy. And it is cash that check. My <laughs> goodness. The paycheck on these movies have to be insane. Insane. Uh, okay. Oh, god. Uh, speaking of, like, you know, coming for the paycheck, Momoa. <laughs> Let's talk about Momoa. He Let's is, talk
1: about Momoa. Okay. He is
0: the big bad in this movie. I didn't see
1: any like I guess I had to fire the production design because Momoa kept chewing up the scenery (laughs) (laughs) because he was like, honest to God, playing it up in the most fantastic way.
0: So here's a question that I have for you, because I feel like the character changes like almost halfway through the movie. Oh, my God. Stop. I feel like he does, because like at the beginning, the character kind of feels like serious. it starts with
1: him, right? like the movie starts with him yeah. like, I don't think that's much of a spoiler, but no,
0: but it does so. feel serious because it feels like, oh, I'm coming for revenge for my family, but then, mm. as the movie goes along, like there's a moment where like his his personality changes. And it's very, like, flamboyant, and it's very, like, over the top. It, yeah. it feels like such a different character from just earlier in the movie.
1: It's suddenly, like, very queer-coded. Yes. Like, it's
0: it's so random how that He's character changes. He's wearing
1: silk in uh, Rio, like, yep, the favelas of Rio. Yeah, He's in like the favelas of in. Rio. He
0: should be <laughs> wearing linen. Come on. Uh, so... I really found that to be really fun because, especially with everybody else trying to be so serious, like you need someone fun. You need a lot of fun. Right. To come from somewhere. And luckily, like Momoa's up to the task. Um, the other people who are new to the cast. So, like. Also,
1: uh, side note, lots of superheroes in this movie. Yes. Because we have Captain Marvel, Aquaman. Yep. Um, we have Homelander. Homelander because of John Cena. Yep,
0: Uh, so many. We have Groot. uh, Groot. (laughs) (laughs) We both said it, and um, like Charlize Theron like made that brief cameo in Doctor Strange, so she's going to be in MCU.
1: Correct. She's also a superhero. Daniela
0: Melchior. She was a rat catcher too in uh, the Suicide Squad. Jesus. Yes. So just a lot of different superheroes. No, no, it never does. Uh, So. Other the other people who joined the cast, uh, I don't think they made as much of an impression. I think they're very bland, and that includes Brie Larson. Uh I I don't know if there was anything where I was just like, Oh, Brie Larson's in the cast. And like after the movie I was just like, Cool, she was in the movie. Like there wasn't right. really much there. Same thing for mm-hmm. Alan Richson. It was just like another, you know, it, it was a Dwayne Johnson light. You know, a big dude who diet. like yeah, a, diet,
1: a <laughs> diet, diet bland diet rock, yeah,
0: non-seasoned. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, it, it's kind of like they're they were trying to take that character and just put it onto another person in a way. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. cop figure, so. Nothing big from the new characters. I don't think I, they don't really last, leave a lasting impression. Well,
1: what about a niño? What did you think about
0: the little kid, uh,
1: little Brian?
0: Little Brian, I love that. That's his. It's <laughs> how he's credited. He's credited as Little Brian. Uh, I thought he was really cute, and I thought that uh, he served. Uh, you know what I like? I like the dynamic between him and the and John Cena's character. Mm. Uh, it was the right use of Cena.
1: Yes, I think so too.
0: Yes. Uh, we'll get into like spoilers, but it was the right use of Cena uh, pairing those two in the movie. Those two going on a little adventure almost. Let on me ask you a
1: question. What do you think of the runtime?
0: The the run... What was the official runtime? Because it was a long I one. I
1: think it was 220. Two, two and a half, I
0: think. Yeah, this movie's too long. Yeah. And here... So, if you don't know this, they've been kind of, like, saying it in a lot of press and all that. This is part one of a finale. Possibly three movies. Oh, my God. I cannot believe, like, they're even it entertaining is hinted, that idea. It
1: is hinted
0: that it is three movies, not two. I cannot believe that they're even, like, entertaining mm-hmm. that idea. But, yeah, two hours and 21 minutes is this runtime. It did feel longer. Uh, oh, I okay. don't know how. <laughs> and... The movie does end on a cliffhanger. It's a giant
1: cliffhanger. Giant
0: cliffhanger. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) the movie feels too long somehow. uh, But there's so many wild things that happen in this movie that I just I found it entertaining. Not in the way that you would find entertaining like that was good stuff. No, no, this was entertaining like, wow, this is not great, but at least I'm having a good time. (laughs) you know
1: right it's kind of feels like i was watching <laughs> serenity
0: oh my god <laughs> one of the best episodes we've ever had serenity uh, such a fantastic <laughs> like insin- uh, uh, such a great movie experience mm-hmm. not a good movie just a good movie experience that was so much fun uh, it was <laughs> so, and that's how i felt during this movie i there were people near me in my theater so i i saw it in dolby uh, here at AMC. And so, so you saw it in Dolby as yeah. well. So I had people to the left and to the right of me who were definitely into the movie.
1: Same. Oh, my God. I had a hot crowd.
0: Yeah. And so uh, there were a couple moments where I heard cheers, like at certain things. Shut up. Yes. Shut yes, up. I heard cheers. Um, there's something that happens near the end that people were just like, yeah. Ah! Like people were like <laughs> getting like very rowdy I, okay. with it so like, the
1: guy that was sitting next to my sister it was a, a like a middle aged man and evidently he had never been to the theater before because every tra- so we sat down during the trailers at towards the end of the flash trailer the new one that came out and I was like oh new trailer the man had never seen a a dc trailer in his life evidently he was floored he was making comments he was like oh my god oh like squirming around in his seat and i was like oh this is this does not bode well because (laughs) the actual movie that we're gonna see is way more than just a the flash trailer so right absolutely he delivered on that he was thoroughly entertained and awash with emotions (laughs) during the movie the people that were on my left were laughing they were having such a great time but i think more than anything we were incredulous and giggling like we could not stop giggling me and my sister yeah i know. could not stop giggling
0: uh in in my movie in my screening people of again they were very you know Very entertained, very into the movie, but I was just laughing at a lot of it. (laughs) I and that's what I've come to expect from these movies, is just sit down, have a good time at the craziness that's gonna unfold. Nothing as crazy as you know, fast nine going to space. There's nothing uh that crazy in this movie. Uh, but there's still crazy moments. There's still They're pushing the envelope. Yeah, they're still pushing the envelope I mean, here in there. Not you know. as crazy, but still, like the the biggest thing of this entire franchise that I can't believe still exists in this is that entire narrative device—the MacGuffin of God's eye. Quit! I cannot Quit. believe we're still like running around <laughs> talking about the God's eye still, yeah. And like, still, that's a narrative device that they're still using in this movie. <laughs> Something that came out in. In Fast 7, or Furious 7, and now we're still doing this in, in Part 10, you know? Like, it's it's wild to me that this still is a part of the plot.
1: You would have think they would have come out with something else by now. Yeah. But like, if Mission Impossible can't get over nukes, then... Or
0: ripping <laughs> off fake faces.
1: Or, you know, yeah, ripping off masks that look like actual people, then the Fast franchise can't get over... <laughs> god's eye
0: like god's this eye. thing you can yeah. find anyone anywhere <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that so much okay uh before we get into like spoilers on this movie did is okay. there anything else that you wanted to touch on uh going into um, it um
1: i guess i want to ask what's your f- just for the audience to say because i think i know oh, the answer yeah. what is your favorite fast movie fast five fast five easy Fast Five, you know, Fast Five is apparently essential watch before going into Fast X.
0: Yes, which is crazy. So, like, if you're listening to us and you haven't seen Fast X, revisit Fast Five. Apparently, yeah, it evidently. is. It is essential for this movie, which is yeah. crazy. But crazy to say, but but that movie, everything else
1: you can you can get through, yeah, and understand. But I think you really should watch Fast. Fast 5.
0: Yeah. And only because it's one of the best action movies of this actual century.
1: I love Fast 5. Yes. Unironically, yes. love that movie. Yes. I Me think too. it's so much fun. I think it's a great heist movie. I think the the whole motif, theme, whatever you want to call it of family is the best in that movie. And the crew is ten out of ten. I just love that movie.
0: And that's the one where they bring in the Rock.
1: That's the one where the Rock makes his first appearance.
0: And it was the and it was it was fantastic. Uh, That entire third act sequence through the streets of Rio. No, no, no. The vault. Unbeatable. Yeah, unbeatable. I mean, there's a reason why that movie made it into our initial Hall of Fame action film, action movie Hall of Fame. That's
1: right. So that's we right. inducted
0: eight movies, and that was one of the eight that we inducted because mm-hmm. it was just—it was necessary. It was so much fun. It was it's so good. That's it was. the best one. It's
1: I think that's one. the best Fast movie.
0: Me too. Well. I think so too.
1: Yeah. I own Fast Five. So do I. Something.
0: I own it. I, I own it on. I think I want to say 4K. Oh, what?
1: yeah. I, I know. Random, okay.
0: Random. That's all. Uh, what did you give right. as a letter grade? I think that was pretty much it. To this movie. Well,
1: this is very skewed. Because I don't think I should rate Fast X on the same structure as like a Scorsese film. <laughs> like this is the same scale as Cocaine Bear, okay? Yeah. Got it. B. Minus.
0: I I settled <laughs> on the C. B plus. minus. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're we're in, the same, we're in the same vicinity. Um, yeah. Let's let's. Get into spoilers on this movie just so we can like really like get go through what is (laughs) happening in this movie. So we're gonna go ahead and talk about spoilers for Fast X right after this. The greatest trick. Houston, we have a problem. I am the father. I see dead people. The devil ever pulled.
1: Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain! was convincing the world. You can't handle the truth. He didn't exist. Oh, what's in the box?
0: All right, let's go ahead and let's talk spoilers for Fast X. Uh, so, ooh, man, <laughs> the what,
1: retcon at the very beginning—the retcon, Jason Momoa, my goodness—is the son of <laughs> what's his face? Well, like the guy, Hernan from, Reyes, Hernan Re- Reyes from Fast, Fast Five. Yep. And they insert him into some scenes that we may have seen before already in fast five suddenly he's there um he was there when they took the the safe Mm -hmm. and he was on the bridge when they killed uh his dad and there was the face-off at the end of fast five i was actually really surprised that they gave this away in the trailer Do you remember, they had given this away in the trailer that they were retconning Jason Momoa into that moment, especially him standing next to the hole where the vault used to be. Yeah, you're right. Then they changed it, and they like put out another trailer that was almost identical, but it didn't have Jason Momoa standing next to the hole of the safe from Fast Five. And I was like, oh my God, but I still can't believe they put that out there.
0: I can't believe that they did that. That would have been... One hell of an entrance to the movie. Can you imagine knowing. you're like,
1: oh, Jason Momoa's in Fast X. Cool. Looks like he's the villain. Cool. No. Then you go in raw and you see the retcon and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing this. It would have been so much better. Yeah, would have To been. not have had any idea that they were going to do that.
0: I would have loved to be surprised with that one. I would have yeah. loved to be surprised that this was like a full retcon of what happened in Fast 5. <laughs> uh and if you watch fast five the the moment before Hernan Reyes dies yes the vault hits another car and they retconned uh-huh. Jace Momoa was That's driving that car
1: but he managed to survive survive and get out of the car or something he was ejected from the car yep and was okay
0: exactly and so he becomes our villain. He becomes he is hungry for revenge. Uh, uh-huh. What was the main quote? Never accept death when suffering is owed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like it was said multiple in times. Another,
1: okay, but like the thing is, in another movie with different dressing and actors, you know that and plot line whatever, would that would have been a really good line, right? That, that line would killed. kill. But it's in Fast Fucking X, so you're like <laughs> what? What am I watching? And they do, they say it a couple of times and it's Aquaman (laughs) saying it. So I don't know what they were thinking with some of this stuff that they had Jason Momoa saying and everyone else saying and doing and Rita Moreno like, you know, hugging Vin Diesel, you know. (laughs) It's just like your father would be proud. It's like, what oh, is this? Goodness. I It's the heart-to-heart moments and the really intense character moments that you're like, I just it doesn't it
0: doesn't go, but Right. So, one thing I will say about this movie is that this movie does have and I I I'm afraid of even using this term because this is not to say that they're equal or the same. But there are similarities in the way the story is structured between this and Avengers Infinity War.
1: What the hell are you talking about?
0: So the main crew or the entire crew of people is split up in the movie. They are split into different places around the world. If you look at Infinity War, like you have like Cap and his crew out flying. You have Tony and this crew over here. Like they're split up. And then in Fast X, you have like Dom with uh Michelle Rodriguez. Then you have Tyrese Gibson with uh Ludacris and Natalie. They're off on their own with uh Hung Soon. So like they're all kind of split up in their own thing, and the movie comes to a close with the villain supposedly kind of winning, the way like Infinity War did. So they basically took like, basic, in the like, most
1: broadest sense, in the most broadest I sense, they took saying. like
0: little things from like that structure of like splitting up the team, having them do different missions at the same time, and then having the villain keep continuously getting over. You know what on other them.
1: movie does this? Two Towers
0: two towers. There you go.
1: <laughs> so, there you go. My fandom versus your fandom. <laughs> we I'm can make comparisons.
0: Okay. So <laughs> uh all right. So, speaking of like the groups, we have like Tyrese, Ludacris, Natalie, and uh Han.
1: Did you like the little fight that Ludacris and Tyrese had in front of Pete Davidson?
0: Fr- t- Pete Davidson.
1: <laughs> sounds like I'm making it up, but I'm not. It. <laughs>
0: you're not. not making this up
1: i'm not making it up
0: it is it's
1: real so
0: wild to me
1: it's wild uh
0: yeah i i don't I, that entire sequence I, like i get it those two have like this like friendly There's rivalry a,
1: right right
0: and so like they're always ribbing each other and everything the fight didn't really make any sense like it felt like the fight kind of like just Started and ended just randomly, just a random fight. The thing
1: is, the fast movies have a problem with letting anybody, especially the male characters, look bad.
0: No, exactly. As we they can't look bad. Very well know that there was even a contract stipulation. Oh yeah, between Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Jason Statham, that none yeah. of them could lose a fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see. And so with Tyrese and ludicrous, ludicrous. I mean, it Luda. was ludicrous. It was stupid. Oh yeah, ludicrous,
0: awful. Uh, I can't believe Pete. Davidson. A waste of time.
1: But Pete Davidson. We're gonna talk about that cameo, or I don't even know. It might be a returning character. Who the fuck knows? But <laughs> uh, Pete Davidson playing what, like an under, like a black market dealer.
0: Yeah. Exactly. He's a black market broker who can get, like, all these different, like, weapons and and tools and and stuff. But it's inside of an internet cafe that looks like it was ripped out of the 90s. So it would be the most unassuming place to try it. But, of course, he, like, turns on them. Like, he immediately rats them out. It's like, hey, you guys are wanted for a lot of money. I need that money. So... Yeah, that uh, was, so there was pretty that. random. Yeah.
1: Bree Larson as Tess and she's Mr. Nobody's daughter?
0: daughter? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I miss Mr. Nobody. No you don't. Kurt Russell?
1: No you do not. Yes,
0: I do. <laughs> no. You I don't. really wish he was What do you in miss about him? There is a certain type of like charisma that he brings from that character that you you're not really getting from a lot of people in this movie. He brings like just a natural fun charisma that I wish that was interacting with the characters more because you need it. Like, like Dom is so self-serious. Michelle. Is so, self serious. Like all these characters are like, <laughs> so like, this is the most serious thing in the world. You need someone const- who needs to break up that constant tension. And sure. Momoa does it, Momo does it a good amount of time, but when he's not on screen and, like, they're off, you know, looking at other people, we need somebody else in there, like, cutting this seriousness with, like, some natural fun charisma. That's what I miss about Kurt Russell. All right. <laughs> fine. So I see as what you were you're saying. saying. You like the archetype. Yeah, the archetype. Yeah. And I thought and Kurt Russell was good the, in it.
1: The movie. Okay, fine. Fair, fair assessment. So the, we have that. Which is that necessarily a recon?
0: Uh, I don't remember if he mentioned it in the past Did that he, he had mention a daughter, his
1: daughter or something. But I do
0: know that Dom brought it up as like, ah, so you're the you're the daughter. You're the daughter. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't remember him saying it, but okay, sure.
1: <laughs> oh lord. Okay, so let me see. I'm trying to think of like the other recon's. Um, yeah. So I like the recon on the recon that they did with Ames being also in the room in Fast
0: 5. Right. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> so they recon Jason Momoa. We go 2 hours thinking Jason Momoa is the only recon from Fast 5 that they're doing. No. no. This other character played by Alan Richson was also there in the room making some sort of back alley deal with the the and none, whatever his name is, and so he is evil. He's on the the bad people's side.
0: Yeah, he's on uh, Dante's side.
1: Dante's side.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was so, so obvious.
1: He, I have a question. Did you think that Jason Momoa should have spoken Portuguese throughout the movie?
0: It would have been nice to have him like try. If 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 you're the character's son. You know,
1: if you are Brazilian,
0: yeah, then your dad especially, speaking
1: in Portuguese,
0: especially in the scene where they're mm-hmm. in Rio. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there should have been a moment where he spoke some Portuguese there at so least.
1: Too. I think so, too.
0: Yeah. So th- they missed out on that.
1: I think that was a missed thing that they and then they try because Jason Momoa is so obviously not brazilian or portuguese they like made it he was like his mother's from pacific islander (laughs) like do you remember they were like rattling off his yeah when they
0: were reading his file yeah (laughs) and i was like okay okay sure this is how you explain (laughs) it um oh and then like the other character that they introduce in rio is uh uh you know
1: daniela daniela isabel that character
0: yeah the sister the
1: sister from Fast Five, Elsa Pataki. Elsa Pataki, no Pataki. Elsa um, Hemsworth. You know what her name? Is? Hemsworth's wife. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So she had a sister, evidently, and she's also a racer. And she's living in the the house that they used to live in the the, the apartment or yep, whatever. The
0: picture is still up of the sister. Uh,
1: yes, it's a shrine. It's a shrine
0: now. now. Yeah, exactly.
1: And evidently he knew the whole time. Like Vin Diesel's like, as soon as I saw you, I knew that you were her sister. I knew it from the, you guys look so alike. and The eyes and all this shit. And I was like, fuck out of here, bro.
0: Yo, I love how Dom is like, he knows everything, but he'll like, yeah. he'll he'll let you know after the fact that he knew it. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So evidently that was we should have seen that coming, that was def- that was gonna happen. So talking about little Brian though, I was like, fuck out of here when the intro scene happens. They're doing donuts in the parking lot and then Diesel gets out the passenger <laughs> the side. Passenger
0: side. I was and like, the kid, oh, was <laughs> the
1: kid was driving. The kid was driving. that child is not even eleven years old. No. Of course not. And he is doing donuts in the parking lot with Vin Diesel in the in the passenger side, so that was funny. Yes. And then I thought, oh, Checkoff's uh, child race car driver. Uh, he's gonna do drifting at some point in the movie. Never does the drifting. No. I fully expect that kid to drive in a meaningful time in the movie. In, yeah. In part two or part three, however many parts there are to this. Oh, yeah. He has to. He, he has, has to. to.
0: Yeah. And the 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 biggest moment that it'll happen is when his dad is at his most vulnerable. Oh, yeah. He'll come to save the no day. No doubt. No doubt. For his father. No so, doubt. So, yeah. It, it's written in the stars.
1: It's written
0: <laughs> in the stars. <laughs> okay. I, I really enjoyed the dynamic between little Brian and John Cena. I think they're They adventure. were so cute. Yeah. Their side of it. That is the best use of John Cena. Uh, mm-hmm. Having him interacting with kids and being, you know, fun with them. Having, a, you know, like that cool lone wolf cub type of like dynamic. But it was not a serious tone. It was a fun tone. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Um,
1: what do you think of um, the sequence? So they're in the plane on a commercial mm, yeah. flight. He has checked what you think is a kayak.
0: That's what I thought, too.
1: And he says, uh, on the count of three, we're going to get up. Three. Gets up with a the kid. They go down to a lower level of the plane in the cargo bay. He starts to unzip the thing. It's a fucking plane. What did say? I was like you got I, to play. Me.
0: I was like oh, like the wings my God. unfolded out of it.
1: Yes. I was like what in the James Bond is going on here?
0: Seriously, we saw this in the last James Bond.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was great. Uh I think uh, John Cena was probably a ray of light in the movie where otherwise everyone is super serious about what exactly I don't know, but John Cena and the kid are A++ together. And I think what the franchise in general does really well and what the later movies do well, this is rare for me to say that they're doing something really well, but they're extending the family. And in Hispanic or ethnic families, I think they're trying to say that they're Hispanic. Yeah. With Rita Moreno, and they're talking about platanos and stuff. Yeah, it's
0: very... Hispanic, Latin leaning. Yes,
1: yes. In LA, I don't know if they're they're Mexican. I don't know. I don't think they are either. I don't think so. I think they might be Islanders. But anyway, so Caribbean, I should say. The the unit is traditionally not just mom and dad and kids. No, it's grandparents, it's uncles and like cousins, and so that's what's nice about. Not only showing all these different uh, people of color, but also <laughs> the family unit as it stands in a in a different type of household, right? Yeah. Where you have the John Cena Theo, you have the <laughs> Isabel Tia, and you have the Rita Moreno Abuela, and all this stuff is really nice.
0: It is nice, yeah, because it does give, I would say. You know, American audiences kind of a glimpse as to how the family dynamics work in a right. Latin household or in a minority household because it's not mm-hmm, just specific mm-hmm. to uh, Latino or anything. No, like it's that. not. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it 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 goes wide. So, right. yeah, it, it's a good example of it, and also that anybody is welcome as well.
1: Exactly. You know. Yeah, everyone's welcome to the cookout. And I like that. Like, that's nice about the movies.
0: Yes. That anybody mm-hmm. can make their way into the family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is sure. always fun. Now, in this particular case of John Cena, we're not going to get much more of him.
1: No, no, he's going to come back. He's going to come back.
0: But he for the sacrifices sake of this movie. himself. Yeah, for the sake of this movie.
1: He sacrifices himself and has this whole moment over the intercoms, like. Dom, <laughs> I don't even know what he says, but I was like, "Here we go," and he crashes his like cannon, cannon covered car yeah. into a whole mess of cars to give Dom an exit. And there's no way that he just exploded. And if Han can come back, then John Cena can come back. Exactly. Okay. And you know what? They're not going to see him.
0: No, they're not. <laughs> Okay, speaking of coming back, I think we have to mention this now.
1: Oh, did, well, let's save it because what are some of the other action sequences that you were like, oh, what? Okay. Were, that you liked, actually.
0: So some of the Rome sequence I thought was fun. I think once, once it starts getting into the whole, like, the bomb is, like, continuously falling <laughs> through the city – You kind of lose me. But before that moment, like, the car chasing and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, where Dom is going through the street and then you have Dante on the motorcycle and Michelle chasing him. Like, a lot of that stuff's really cool. But once you get that bomb rolling through the streets of Rome...
1: It was very Fast Five meets Indiana Jones and... (laughs) Yes. I mean... The amount of destruction I mean they completely obliterated Rome. Yeah. Totally. And I don't know if they're also trying to bring in a little bit of religion into it because they're like, oh, it's about to hit the Vatican and can't hit the Vatican. And they said that he specifically saved Vatican City. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, okay, are are they Catholic? (laughs) Like I know he wears a giant giant cross on his chest.
0: like, I would. But, like, they've I never really.
1: So. I mean, because they pray and stuff before eating. Every
0: every movie, they go to eat and they pray.
1: I know, but still, it's never like, in Jesus' name. And they cross themselves good over the chest.
0: That is a good you know? point. <laughs> that is true.
1: It's very ambiguous.
0: But that cross is not ambiguous at all. <laughs> no.
1: I, <laughs> but it has, like, a freaking transistor in it, okay? It's not yeah, even, it like, true. sanctified necessarily. You're right.
0: You're right. <laughs> Uh, I think they hint at the fact that they are religious. That they are, you know, mm-hmm. they come from a believing type of family. I be- I <laughs> okay. think that they kind of like All right. subtly, as subtle as they can be. They they put that into the movies. Fair that they All are. Right. He saved the Vatican. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, okay.
0: <laughs> um, let me see oh. another sequence. I'm trying to think that I that I liked. Um so i i you know what oh i know what sequence i liked um <laughs> what? it was the dante confronting Charlize theron and he gets you like that scene hold on i like okay. the action sequence involving Char, Charlize because it did remind me uh-huh. of her work Atomic yes exactly so it was good that they used like her physicality they hadn't really used it in the other movies no
1: they hadn't she was
0: always just like standing behind a computer and making threats and finally we saw her in action you know and then we see her again in action later against michelle rodriguez michelle rodriguez where they're just minuscule next to her oh i know
1: (laughs) i'm like that's michelle rodriguez what is she five two
0: she is tiny compared Charlize to Charlize
1: is so tall and imposing
0: Seriously, I know
1: I'm like she's gonna fight Charlize there uh, okay fine yeah so and so they that fight. fight happened yeah yeah
0: so <laughs> I I'm I like that they used Charlize in, in, in I can agree with way.
1: that did you like Charlize's line because she shows, shows up at their doorstep and she says I met the devil tonight <laughs> I thought it was me so I was a little bit disappointed and then they launch into the flashback scene with Dante. And I was like, wait, we're not going to talk about this stupid ass line that they just had her say.
0: I met the devil tonight.
1: <laughs> but I thought it was me. Fantastic. So I was, I was a little bit disappointed.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, wow.
1: So wild. I don't understand how... They can continually not just on like crazy things like Han didn't die and stuff like that. It's also they have set up a bunch of villains throughout the series, like Charlize Theron, and they've set up Jason Statham as a villain. And all of a sudden, after a few movies, they're just a-okay with these people. Yeah. They're part of the crew now. Yes. Yeah,
0: Statham was <laughs> invited to the cookout. After yeah. killing
1: Han. After killing Han, which Han survived. But again, but for many years, we thought that Han had died at the hands of... Not Jason Statham, but that Han had died. And then they reconned that it was Jason Statham that did it. And then they reckon that Han didn't die. So, oh man, I can't get over it. So, things like that are really... Uh, not annoying to me, but just... Like, I don't, I don't really get it.
0: Yeah, how can someone who's like basically trying to kill you and trying to destroy your world in this case
1: charlise killed the mother of vin diesel's child yes and i'm like okay
0: (laughs) like there's got to be a line
1: there has to be a line yeah that's what i that's exactly what it is and it just feels like with
0: dom there's no line
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you do Mm -hmm. just an ounce of a like slightly good thing and you're part of the team that's it right so like i in the next movie, Charlize is going to be fully integrated into She's in the team. Key. Yes. She will be. And yeah. same with Statham. Like, Statham, like, he he has a scene in this movie uh, where he's fighting off, you know, some of the uh, police force that's chasing them down. And then once they threaten his mother, then he's, like, taking it oh, on no. his own hands. All bets are off. All bets are off. And then he drives off. We don't see him again mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. We're We're going to see him again. But
1: yeah, but so, same thing with John Cena. John Cena was the main villain of the last movie. Yep, yeah.
0: but the only tie that? there is that he was actually family, right? He was blood. He was actually blood. These other people yeah. are just like people that are hanging out. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, okay, so oh, two last two things I think that we'll talk about. Number one, the kind of cliffhanger that they leave us on where okay
1: so the dam
0: yeah the dam sequence yeah so
1: he's like he didn't take my car and fucking drives off he drives
0: down the dam yes like I was ready to just get up and just well hold
1: on like we have to even back up further because Jason Statham Jason Statham Jason Momoa's character had swiped the kid off the back of the cannon car and had him hostage in his car yep And over the radio, Vin Diesel's like, "Listen to the car, find your moment, whatever it is, and fly." And I was like, "What is? What is he? What
0: is about to happen?"
1: Well, the kid flies from car to car, (laughs) and I. It sounds stupid, but that's exactly what happens. That's exactly dude. what
0: happens. Like, yes, uh, something happens where Jason Momoa kind of like you know There's, loses yeah. control of the car. It spins, and yes. as it's spinning, the passenger like, door uh, opens. I don't
1: know. Yes,
0: and Vin Diesel opens his Is he driver drifting, door. Like, yeah, they're both like drifting parallel? like in a circle. Yeah, on the highway. Right. And at that moment, little Brian the kid decides jumps. to
1: take off. Yes.
0: And he basically flies over to Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel grabs <laughs> him by the arm and pulls him into the car. And
1: <laughs> I lost it. So I don't know
0: it, what's more in- incredulous for me. Oh, no. I got the answer. Uh, okay. it's, it's, it's in Furious 6 when he purposely cr- crashes a car on the bridge and he flies out of it to yeah, catch yeah, yeah. Letty. There's nothing more <laughs> heroic, super heroic, in fact, than that. Vin Diesel flew in uh, that movie. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, also, um, what's more superhero esque than the fucking rock flexing out of his arm cast? Well, that's true. In F- Fast Seven,
0: oh, Furious and- Seven. Also in Fast 7, where <laughs> Vin Diesel like stomps on the ground and it, oh, yeah. and Jason Statham oh, yeah. is the one that falls like down to his supposed death, but he doesn't die. Oh my goodness. There's so many crazy things that happen. Anyway, anyway yes. Back to this one. It's par for the
1: course, but this one really took the cake. And then he, dri- like we said, he drives off the dam while it's exploding because two gas tanks <laughs> ran into each other right oh my god the semis the semis
0: crashed. crash into each other anyway so
1: did, okay so let's talk really fast about cinematography because they did some crazy shots in here look like a video game
0: they did didn't they what's it yeah. what's an example that you have
1: like because in that scene they have those extreme close-ups where it's all cgi and it's slow Slowly going like across Vin diesel and across the kid and showing the fire as it creeps up into the car, as it's racing down the dam. That all that is pure CGI. Yep. Yep. And it felt like I was in a video game or something.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um and there's other moments in the movie that have that not that exact type of sequence, but man, is there so many moments where they're standing in front of a green screen and it's so oh. obvious. Oh. It's way too obvious. Yeah. Like even if something as simple as a moment where Vin Diesel gets out of the car that his son is driving and he's <laughs> on the other side, like in the on the driver's side on the outside. Right. He is standing in front of a green screen there. And I'm like, why? Why is there a green screen in this moment? Like you couldn't park over like a hill looking over L.A. Like, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so weird. It is so weird to me that so much CGI is in this movie for no reason. No reason at all.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Last thing we got to talk so, about.
1: So last thing we got to talk about, they survive the crap <laughs> falling into the other side of the dam. They abandon the car and the dam is about to burst.
0: Dam's about to burst. That's number one. Because and it, number two, the plane that the rest of the crew was on was flying crashed. in and yeah. crashed.
1: They took it down. They
0: took it down. Um, Dante took it down. Uh, Dante's accomplice, the uh, the FBI guy. Ames. Or Ames, the agency guy. Yeah. The one that we find out in that moment that they were working together.
1: Right, right.
0: So he takes it down with like a rocket launcher or something. And, and then the dam begins to break.
1: Well, they have it all wired up, right? Like, there's... Ready to bombs blow. ...bombs everywhere. Yeah. And
0: then... And they're going to blow the dam. Yeah.
1: And then Jesus with his son at the bottom of the... At the bottom side. of the
0: dam, pretty much. Yeah.
1: So, like, what's going to happen? We don't know.
0: Because that's where the cliffhanger is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right there in that moment. Um. So then we have our... I think
1: they'll survive. What do you think?
0: You know? Against all odds... I think you might be right. Yeah. I think you might be right. I think there's a way they'll survive that.
1: They can, like, you know, fly. So
0: Yeah, exactly. They'll figure out a way to get out of They'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the mid credit scene. Yes.
0: Because now they're doing mid-credits. We
1: just said there's very few consequences. Like, no consequences. No, there's not. In the Fast franchise. There are no consequences. So, what do we say? Everyone comes back to life. Who... Came back to life, Rico. Who came to save Charlize Theron and Michelle Rodriguez in Antarctica?
0: <laughs> in a submarine.
1: In a fucking sub.
0: Giselle, a.k.a. Gal Gadot. <laughs> She is back. And if you don't remember. I was
1: kicking and screaming.
0: If you don't remember, Giselle was Han's girlfriend. Yes. And was a great driver. And died In Furious 6. Yes. On the world's longest runway. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) She sacrificed herself. Right. She like let go. And as she was falling. Was shooting a gun. At the (laughs) guy who was attacking Han. So she sacrificed herself. Or so we thought. Because she opens up the hatch. To reveal herself. And in my head. I was thinking. Welp. Since I'm not Wonder Woman anymore, I can come back to this. (laughs) (laughs) That was my thought in my head.
1: So then I also thought another superhero, because now we have Wonder Woman also in the movie.
0: Yeah. She went off, did her superhero training, and now she's back.
1: (laughs) She's back. Back in action.
0: (laughs) So um, that only, to me, that leads to Han and... Her getting back together, the whole yeah because they
1: kept Han single.
0: Yeah, Han is single and he's still kind. Of, he's still sad.
1: He's still sad. It's sad, Han. It's
0: sad, Han. But we're gonna get a happy Han. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, gonna,
1: we're gonna get a happy. They Han.
0: <laughs> are going to have a happily ever after. There's no okay. You can't. If they
1: don't give this couple yo, if they don't give this cou- couple
0: after. a happy ever after, come on,
1: come on. You
0: have to no at this heart. Point. You they have, have no
1: heart. No, yeah,
0: exactly. So, where we left off, where we leave off in this movie, everyone is still on the board except for John Cena. And I put that in quotes
1: because he survived.
0: There's another. Um, th- th- I don't even think that was the mid-credit. That no, was no, no, the no, no, no. end of the movie before yes, the. the
1: mid, you're right. The mid-credit. The mid-credit is something else. This guy showing up in tactical
0: yeah like an entire crew they show up at a abandoned movie theater no it was one guy
1: no it was one guy
0: no 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 no. i thought
1: it was one guy bro it was
0: not one guy i remember Mm. it was more than one guy he was the only one that went into the auditorium area but they all arrived through the door
1: so then the guy what, what does he see like a message from dante yes
0: Exactly. And there's like a and phone there. And a super
1: there. cut of like all the other Fast movies and footage that nobody could have possibly gotten right, exactly. of them doing like these stunts <laughs> from all the other that's, movies. That's one of
0: my favorite movie things. It's like I know. they have a picture and it's like there's no way that could have been an actual there's picture no taken. Way they could
1: have gotten that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's one of my favorite things.
1: So we see all this and Dante's like, you know, Vin, what did he say? Vin drove the car,
0: but you But you pulled, pulled the trigger.
1: trigger. And everyone has to be thinking, no way, no way, Jose. There's too much bad blood, but no. Who takes off his mask to reveal himself?
0: Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson. Yep. He's back, baby. It's nuts. Yeah, he's back. Nuts. After all this stuff of like, They hate each other. They don't want to work together. (laughs) All that. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's back. (laughs) I think I just, it's a paycheck. It is. It is. I mean, look, it is the, one of the big money drivers for Universal. Mm -hmm. How do you say no to that money? Okay. uh, You guys don't get along. Like, who cares? Like. Who cares? You're making so much money. Who
1: signs your checks?
0: Universal. Like, come on. Like, and you know that he adds value to the franchise. He
1: does because Fast Five was amazing because of him. Well, and when he was added, it was even better.
0: (laughs) Right. And to the point that when he wasn't in Fast Nine, Mm -hmm. what did they Mm -hmm. do? They got another wrestler to fill his spot in John Cena. You know, like they know the value in someone like... The Rock and John Cena and and people like that, they know the value. So, of course, they wanted him in there. So, Mm -hmm. let bygones be bygones. Yeah. And just finish off the story. Just finish the story. And even
1: for Fast X, I mean, The Rock didn't even get within a mile of Vin Diesel. No. Okay. Vin Diesel was not on that set with The Rock. Not at all. There's no way. Not at all. So... Unless they have to be together. I just don't think those two will be playing in the same sandbox <sighs> at all. Not at all. Yeah.
0: My guess is that the next movie will keep them split up in different oh, yeah. parts of the world. Oh,
1: yeah. He'll be with the other bits of the crew. Right.
0: He'll he'll get together with them. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like he'll be with like Brie Larson and like Scott Eastwood and all them.
0: And then my, my this is what I'm thinking will happen is that at the end when there's a cookout and everybody's there. Yeah. My guess will be that like they'll show the rock over here, but it's like the camera they won't be in the same It's frame. only one angle of the rock, you know? Like he's at the cookout, but they are only one angle of him there? Oh my god. That's my that's my guess. <laughs> that is my guess. So we'll see. Okay. All right so yeah so uh that has been our discussion on fast x i did not expect us to go like this long on fast x
1: neither did i but we had so many little quibbles and
0: my god what a crazy movie crazy movie indeed so that has been our episode (laughs) i mean yeah we're done (laughs) yeah so thank you for checking us out if this is your first time go ahead and hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Check us out on social media. We're at Always Critic Pod. Wherever you go on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And if you've done all that, become a patron. Great way for you to get involved and show your support. Check us out on Patreon.com slash AlwaysCriticPod. Next week, we are going under the sea. As we are going to be reviewing the newest Disney live-action remake, the Little Mermaid. So.
1: Under the sea.
0: That is correct. Mm-hmm. That is the song. Wait, well,
1: wait, wait. Did you see? Actually, we'll talk about this next week. We will talk, we'll talk about, about it next week. week. Because Little there's Mermaid. there's
0: going to be a lot to discuss for that mm-hmm. movie as well. So that has been our episode. I'm Rico.
1: And I'm Jessica, and this has been the Always the Critic podcast.